This is Goals with Soul, the podcast for visionary coaches and entrepreneurs, building your business with inspired action. In alignment with your mission and authentic message, so you can create impact for your soul clients and feel lit up every day. I'm your host, Joe Ingram, married mum of three daughters from London and a former ad agency director turned business coach and strategist. In Goals with Soul, we blend revenue generation with energetics, marketing strategies with pranic healing, and ambitious business goals with our soul's desires. If you're looking to build your business with less efforting and more ease, this is the podcast for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to Goals with Soul. I'm Joe Ingram, and this is episode 111. And I couldn't let that opportunity pass up without exploring a very special topic, which is, of course, the spiritual meaning of this highly significant number, 111, 111, um, and also some thoughts and some learnings around how to manifest what you want when things aren't always going right. And if you've been a long time listener of Goals with Soul, you'll be familiar that this is a topic that crops up from time to time um, because not being able to manifest or having to learn manifestation in a slightly different way in order to succeed has been my path. And it is absolutely my privilege to be able to share what I've learned because many women like myself are overthinkers, um, really active, bright, inquisitive minds that's a plus. But the downside being that when we have to focus on something or indeed clear our minds or believe in something that we can't see, that is a lot more challenging. And of course, there are ways to to cover this, but not everyone talks about them and not everyone teaches them. And that can lead you to feeling a little bit crappy, to feeling like everyone seems to get this but me. Why am I not getting results? And I'm going to dive into that in this episode in a lot more detail. But first, let's talk about the meaning of 111. Now, everybody has their own interpretation. But for me, it's about spiritual awakening and about finding a life of calling, finding what your true path is. And when you see the numbers 111, or sometimes four ones, we're very keen on uh, looking at the clock and seeing that it's 11 minutes past 11, for example. And it just serves as a reminder of the law of attraction rule that what frequency you put out in the universe is what you attract in your reality. If you're unfamiliar with that concept, pretty simple. It's like how you feel and how you are is what you get. And if you're a person that's full of good vibes, then things will be easier in your life and you'll magnetize good things. And if you're a person that struggles and is full of doubt and sees negativity, then you're going to have that experience in your day-to-day life. Now, I'm not super comfortable with that. Don't know about you, but I don't like that very much because I have grown up with a negative bias and that has been in my subconscious since I was a a small kid and I look for problems. And of course, if you look for problems, you see problems and with the law of attraction, you create more problems. And that has been something that I have experienced in my life. I can attest to that as being a reality, but that's not so helpful, is it? If you just say, hey, be more positive. Well, you know, there's a lot of things we can do to be more positive. But what if you're not getting the results that you want? 
Now, the number 111 gives you an affirmation that you're on the right path. We all love seeing ones, right? When we're in a bit of self-doubt or we're making a big decision or we just want the day to go well. When we look up and it's 11 minutes past 11 on the digital clock, we're like, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> like the universe has my back is the kind of feeling that we get if you believe in angel numbers. And I know increasing numbers of us do because we're looking for synchronicities. We're looking for signs and signals that we're on the right path. And believe me, the universe really does give us these signs and signals and our reticular activating system, the part of our brain that's designed to notice patterns is looking out for these things which is super convenient because the universe is giving them and our brains are designed to spot them if we're open to it and if our intention is to see them. And when you see all the ones, it is your sign you're on the right path, but you have to take action to achieve your potential. And this is something that I know if you're familiar with a secret, you might also know that it was conveniently missed out. It wasn't spoken of, and that's why a whole generation of people who, who learned about the secret and the law of attraction for the first time got the misunderstanding that you just had to create affirmations and picture it, and it would magically appear, and you didn't have to play a part in that in any way. And certainly from what I've heard from Abraham Hicks uh, via their channel, Esther Hicks, is um, of course that, that that isn't the case, and they missed that large large chunk out and indeed that was why Abraham Hicks stepped away from the project even though they were the initial inspiration for the whole piece. The simple fact remains that the secret only talks about the law of attraction in terms of you will get everything you ask for and it doesn't talk very much about what your part of that relationship is, what your part of the deal is. And this is where the problem crops up because if you're not getting what you want but you are aware of the law of attraction and you've studied it, you've read about it, you've spoken about it, you believe in it, but you're not manifesting good things, you're not manifesting the things that you desire and want in your life, what does that do to your self-esteem? Well, I can speak from experience that you feel like you're no good at this and you're never gonna get it and that means that you're never gonna succeed in what you want. It can actually be quite damaging. And this really, really shocked me because at the end of the day, law of attraction is a spiritual law, but in business, we use it as a, as a helpful tool. It's a way to feel happier in our lives and build our businesses with ease and manifest abundance and clients and impact and income and all of these great things. And if you're not doing that, or you're not manifesting the relationship of your dreams, you're not manifesting all of the things that are in your vortex or on your vision board, then that can really damage your self-worth. Not getting results doesn't feel good. And of course, the basic teaching that we can come across and misunderstand is that it's all about positive attitude. That's it. Are you creating a positive vibe? Because if you're not, then you deserve all the bad things that are cropping up or you deserve your lack of results. How harsh is that to feel like you deserve the bad results because you can't think positively enough? 
because of course you're the creator of your own reality, right? We create our reality and we do that through our thoughts and our thoughts create vibrations and frequency and that goes out into the, into the universe, into the field and things are magnetized towards our frequency. Things match the frequency that we're putting out. Put out a low vibe frequency, attract low vibe results, low vibe things into your life. Put out high frequency of you know excitement, love, forgiveness, positivity, and you will get things that feel good coming back towards you. That's the basic premise, and I'm certainly not going against that being the way things are in the law of attraction. But we have to find ways of accessing the law of attraction in the direction of the things that we desire. And if you're a person who can't easily access these higher frequencies just by wishing it was so, does that mean the law of attraction is never going to work for you? No, not at all. And that's why I'm so excited to share some of the things that I've really learned this weekend. Actually, I've been on a training weekend um, with a British group called Super Genius, which is all about accessing your super conscious. And I use intuition in my work to a really high extent, and I've coached others to bring in their intuition too. I think it's a essential tool when it comes to creating alignment in your business and for getting fully on board with the marketing that you do and the offers that you create and the content you put out. And sometimes people call it attraction marketing, which is great. Of course, that's got you know really easy way to see the synergy with law of attraction there. But it's about putting out an intention and an energy out to the world that attracts your tribe. But of course, when you're not getting the results or even worse, really challenging things come at you, you can start to believe that you're attracting the bad things. But I want to put a slightly different spin on it, which is in absolute support of the law of attraction, but also gives us a lot of grace and ease in how we overcome this hurdle. Because um, one of the basic ways we're taught to access the law of attraction is through meditation. It's like if you can't think good thoughts and you're, you're thinking low vibe thoughts, break the pattern. Meditate or sleep and get in a place where you can start fresh with a completely new vibration. By the way, that works. But it's not the only tool in our armory because if you're like me, then sometimes meditation isn't always going to come to you in the way that you need it to. You're not going to be able to quiet your mind. Now, I've recorded other episodes all about meditation, which um, if you can't find them, DM me and I will share which episodes they are. There are ways of making it easier. But I've been looking for other ways of overcoming some of the things that have come up for me. I'm going to give you a real life example, vulnerably and honestly. So over the last few months, I felt called to go live, to get my voice heard. I adore my podcasting and I just love expressing myself in this way. And it comes out very authentically and it's very much honestly me. But when it comes to going live on video, I've never felt quite the same ease. And my own business coach has recommended time and again, Joanna, Joe. You need to go live. You need to show up, show your message. People need to see you and hear you. And I buy that. I believe it. I know it to be true. But at the same time, I had a lot of resistance. I just don't want to go live. And I created a lot of stories around that. Um, a lot of my um, audience, a lot of people I like to talk to live in the States. I live in London. So in order for them to be listening to me going live, I would need to go live in the late afternoon. But really, I'm most energetic in the morning. Hmm. 
I won't go live. <laughs> there we go. There was one way that my subconscious completely sabotages what I really feel called and what I know I must do. My subconscious, my ego, jumped in there and just said, oh, well, here's a really good rational reason to justify your resistance to going live. Why else aren't I going live? Hmm. I'm not going live because I really like editing what I do and say. And on my podcast, that's really easy. If I um for too long or I forget my train of thought, I can just simply edit it out. But on a live, I can't do that. Okay. Anything else, Joanna? What else is cropping up? <laughs> I'm giving myself a live therapy session here. Thank you for bearing with me. Right. The next one that crops up is I believe that I don't have a great memory. And when I go live, I have to really remember what I'm going to say because I haven't really worked out how to use a teleprompter properly on my mobile or my cell phone. Hmm. Gosh, how many reasons <laughs> is one coach going to come up with to not go live? And to be honest, that's just three that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm sure I can give you a long list of all the reasons why you haven't seen me popping up on Instagram or Facebook and doing lives and giving value in that way. Uh, at least by now, when you're listening to this, you may see me doing it because I've really transmuted my thoughts on this and many other topics through the way that I'm now going to tell you about what I'm going to teach you. I hope you get some learnings from this because it blew my mind and it was what I really needed to hear. I was learning, as I said, about the subconscious and about how we sabotage ourselves with our own programming. And I actually realized that sometimes when I'm getting resistance, I use the law of attraction to justify not doing the hard thing. So in the story of not wanting to go live, having experienced burnout in the past, I said to myself, you know what, Joe, Joanna, and I'm referring to myself with both names in an interesting transition, going from Joe Ingram to Joanna Ingram, but I'm going to tell you a lot more about that in more detail in another episode. But what I said to myself is, if you're not feeling comfortable, don't do it. It's not aligned. And so many people do the same thing. I have clients who've shown up and said, I don't want to do social media. I'm just not comfortable. I'm not aligned. And whilst I would never make somebody or you know encourage somebody that strongly to do something they have such high resistance to, I think we have to challenge ourselves about what we're not doing because we're using I'm unaligned as an excuse. Now, if there's something that you know your intuition has told you is right for you and meant for you, but you are not doing it because the process feels misaligned, this is where we need to pull on our big girl pants. <laughs> now, I haven't said something like that in a long time. You, If you've been around a long time with me, you'll know right at the beginning, I this podcast was called Action Taker Tribe. I was really focused on productivity and accountability, and I went through my own spiritual awakening in business after I had a really heavy burnout in the first six months and realized that actually what is being a lot more feminine flow, a lot more intuition, a lot more insights and ease into my business. Now I've achieved that, but I'm not capable of going to my next level if I continue with that thinking in areas that are meant for me. Now, I know that I'm supposed to put my voice out there more. Um, I know that part of my path in business is to share my mission and share my message. And I can't do that if I keep blocking myself from going live because it doesn't feel easy. And I keep going, you know what, if it doesn't feel easy, I'm not gonna do it. And 
what you're doing instead. What is your path? How are you expressing yourself? If you find an alternative, then happy days. But so many of us don't. And what we do instead is lean into the busy work or the things that don't really move the needle for our business. The reason they're not moving the needle for our business is because our intuition has already told us you need to be doing this. And nine times out of 10, what your intuition is asking you to do is step outside of your comfort zone. If it was all sweet and easy, then we'd all be millionaires, right? If it was just a matter of your intuition saying, oh, hey, just spend an hour and you know, uh, answer a few emails, job done, then that would be easy indeed. But creating ease in your business doesn't mean everything you do is easy. Sometimes we have to do things that push us, make us feel uncomfortable. I'm sure you've heard the phrase that if you want to be an entrepreneur, get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I think I forgot that for a while. I think I felt like I never needed to push myself. And I'd forgotten, and perhaps you have too, that some of the greatest spiritual rewards are on the other side of courage, on the other side of that door that says, I don't want to do this. And just taking those 20 seconds and doing the difficult thing, being brave, finding new levels of inspiration and courage is not only going to push you and your business forward, but it's an incredible model for those people that you help. And as a heart-centered coach, the people you're coaching, no matter what area specifically you're helping them in, is going to require them to take brave action too, for them to lean into their inspiration and intuition, to really feel into their vision and know, know what they want in life, and to then go for it, even if for a period of time they have to push themselves over that initial hurdle. And of course, challenges are going to keep coming. Challenges may be a lot bigger than just a fear of going live or similar. It could be real life stuff cropping up and really derailing you. You know, life can be brutal and we're here in the 3D world and we're experiencing grief and loss and tragedy and challenge and frustration and anger and so much stuff. And sometimes with the law of attraction, I think we're led to feel that that stuff shouldn't be in our lives. But I'm now realizing that living a 3D life, and if indeed you believe the soul's contract, and you understand that we've come into this reality to learn lessons and, and to fulfill a soul's contract, then of course we're going to have challenges along the way. And those challenges are going to be there for a reason. If you create greater meaning in your life behind the things that come up to challenge you, it's a whole lot easier to then get through those challenges. Now, I've never been a religious person. I am very spiritual now, but I have got a bit of an insight now into why religion's so popular, because creating that meaning in your life and having a greater meaning to some of the tricky, difficult, heart-wrenching things we go through is gonna get us through those difficult times. And in this spiritual belief, it's very much the case that when the challenges crop up, there's an opportunity there for us to overcome them, for us to transmute and alchemize this difficult situation into a learning, a lesson, something that has meaning, that's going to take us forward in our lives as a soul and so on. 
Now, it's not necessarily the case that if you overcome the challenge, you get the result you wanted. <laughs> and this is a tough lesson to learn because, of course, we say, you know, I want the big business or I want to overcome something really difficult in my life and I want this to be the outcome. However, when the challenge crops up and you do transmute it, you alchemize it, you change the meaning, you show up differently and you're like, yes, here I am. Now, where's my result? The end result may not be the actual purpose of you learning that alchemy. What I mean to say is here that the actual lesson may be a lot more subtle. And I'm going to go into the be, do, have model here. You may be familiar that, of course, we think we want to have something, but the reality is that we need to be the person who does the things to have the things. And sometimes these lessons are very firmly in the be area. Like when something really upsetting or frustrating crops up, like the, like just yesterday, I was like close to a shadow ban on Instagram or something similar. I got this really big warning that said what I could do on Instagram had been limited. I was like, oh no, really? Just as I've decided to go live, <laughs> I don't need this. And I kind of realized this, the universe just testing my resolve. Are you really determined to go live? Then you'll find a way. Um, and I did, I did go live and I put it on Facebook too because I just felt so compelled to take immediate action as soon as this learning dropped in. And the learning for me in this case was chill. Something's cropped up. Can you stay calm and find a different solution, even if you don't get the outcome? And I want to be clear, I put that live out and Instagram showed it to 23 people. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure you probably haven't seen it. Instagram did not get behind me with energy. And I thought I'd put a great deal of energy into it. But I took a step back and I was like, right, the outcome that I thought I wanted was lots of people seeing my live and getting lots of engagement and excitement because I feel so lit up and excited by this. But actually the learning here was just stay cool and don't worry. Just keep showing up and be consistent. Be flexible and adaptable if Instagram isn't going to work. And actually, I took those on board and I felt so much better for it. I felt better as a coach. I felt better as an entrepreneur. I felt better as a mum and a wife and a woman. I was like, this is a lesson that I need to learn more of because it's part of my path to not feel anxious or freak out when, when something doesn't go the way I thought it would go and instead become a person who is adaptable and flexible. I hope that resonates with you. I've been putting a lot of thought into that and actually understanding what does crop up through our subconscious and our ego and where our reactions are is really the key to transmuting this. It's going, you know what, what is it that's coming up for me that is deeply in my subconscious, that is ego mind talking, that is sabotaging me, taking the next step towards my dreams and my goals. And that really, that sentence summarizes it. I'll say it again in a different way. And that is that if you are trying to tap into positivity to evoke the law of attraction, but it's not working because negative thoughts keep cropping up and you're getting negative things coming into your reality, trying to just think positive is not gonna work. However, looking at what your goals and visions are, looking at what you have deep resistance to, testing yourself, is that intuitively something I need to overcome to reach my goal and my vision, which is what I know I'm meant for? If the answer is a resounding yes, time for the big girl pants. Time to start leaning into 
pushing against that resistance and learning the lesson that needs to be learned so you can move beyond that and now towards your goals and visions, which of course is what manifesting is. Manifesting is bringing into reality the goals, visions, results, outcomes that you desire. So here in episode 111, it's a call to action, a call to inspired action, as I always call to, but with renewed and reimagined energy. It's about stepping outside of your comfort zone to get to what you are being called to do, to what you're here on this planet, in this reality to create. You are attracting what you need to be and become the person that you need to become. You're attracting the challenges and the lessons to give you the opportunity to flex that muscle, to, to learn those skills. And guess what? If you don't learn that lesson, the universe will give you lots more opportunities to learn it. So whatever's cropping up for you is Groundhog Day, one of my favorite movies. It's just gonna keep on coming until you get that light bulb moment. And I really hope that this episode has given you a little flash of inspiration, a little light bulb moment, just like I received this weekend. And that for me is to say enough of turning away from everything that feels uncomfortable, enough of using the law of attraction as an excuse rather than genuinely using the law of attraction to evoke the things I desire, manifesting all the things in my life and the business goals that I have and everything else that meets the desires and the things that we are constantly putting in our vortex. You are always putting things in your vortex, which is what um, Abraham Hicks describes as a place of all your dreams and goals that is just waiting to be realized, waiting to manifest. And now's your time. If you've tuned into this, this is episode 111. What a sign for you. <laughs> this is an amazing opportunity for you to go, you know what? I have been letting myself down. I haven't been taking that inspired action. I haven't pushed against my comfort zone and that's exactly what I'm gonna do next. So um, if that's you, I wanna hear from you. <laughs> I love the feedback. Podcasting is putting stuff out into the universe. My frequency coming at you. I'm even waving my hands, putting the energy out there. And um, if you feel so called, I would love for you to push the energy back in my direction. Tell me what you thought of this episode. You can find me on Instagram and DM me at iamjo.ingram. And pushing this a little step further, another thing that's dropped in for me very clearly this weekend is that I need to share this more. I need to workshop this with people. I need to create opportunities for intuition to drop into business brilliance. It was something that I've been resisting for a long time. I help coaches to find their messaging brilliance. I have a program called The Messaging Edge, which right now is a one-to-one -one program where we work together. I'm your thought partner and co-creator to help you really bring your business brilliance into your brand messaging. So of course you can resonate with your soul clients. You can work with energizing and inspiring clients. And even more importantly, you can live out your potential with joy in your business and not be hiding or fearing that you're not doing what really you're meant to do. Now, if that calls to you, I am taking two new one-to-one -one clients this month. And one of those spots could be yours. If you wanna book a clarity call with me, send me a DM, write the word clarity, and I will be in touch to share the details. 
And if you're curious about my workshops, um, I'm gonna be sharing more information about that soon. I've got a masterclass or workshop, haven't decided on the term yet, coming up within the next few weeks. And I will share it, of course, on this podcast, and you can find more details over on my Instagram. So uh, happy 111 episode to you and have an inspired action week with all my love. Bye now.